Good evening. Tonight, I can promise you one thing. We, you do not have to worry about a history lesson with me speaking to you tonight. Uh, I highly respect Tim Martin and enjoy his lessons, uh, but I can promise you there will be no ancient Greece or Rome or anything of the conquests of the Crusades included in this invitation tonight. Turn, if you will, as we get started to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. In a few moments, we'll read verse 1 through 6. As you're turning there, I want you to start to, to think. Our minds have been turned back to the word home tonight. We've sang many songs that impress upon us the importance of home as God represents it through his word. I suppose that we could stand here, we could sit here, we could study for many days and not fully appreciate the context and the sense of home that is the culmination of the entire Bible. Everything that we read about points forward to a home with God. But for the next few moments, I want us to think about the word home. What comes to your mind when you think about that word? Is it perhaps a place where you know that you can find love and acceptance? Somewhere that you feel as though you belong? Security? Perhaps it's somewhere that you, you can let your guard down, that you feel secure. Maybe some things come to mind that are the romanticized version of, of home that we see in our media today. When you consider the paintings of Norman Rockwell. When you think about the phrase, there's no place like home, that Dorothy would utter with Toto in her arms. Maybe you think about the smell of apple pie or home-baked bread, chicken and dumplings or cornbread that brings a sense of home to your mind. Or perhaps the things that we've seen on, te on television, Andy and Opie Taylor, Ward and June Cleaver and the Beaver, the Waltons or the Huxtables or maybe the Duggars. All of these things are superficial things, but when we say them and we think about our society, our memories, they conjure up memories and things that make home feel very encouraging and inviting. For so many people, it's thoughts like this that define what home is to them. But there are others in this world perhaps amongst our number here, who would not describe home with affectionate words or as a place that's inviting, yet it's still a place that they refer to as home. In thinking about this, it occurs to me that home has more to do with our identity than it does the place where we lay our head, the place in which we retreat to at the end of the day. 
It has more to do with the place where we have formed our value system. What are our beliefs? What are the things that we hold dear that's at our core? That is what is home. It's the place where we have memories that may connect us to the past and that lets us look forward to the future. It's the place that we know. Therefore, we feel that we belong there. Over the past year, our family's understanding of home has deepened to some degree. Through our experiences in traveling uh, in the country of Ukraine, and I think about home, I think about it in two different ways. It's not that we must travel some distance to be able to see this and understand what home is. We can find positive and negative examples of what home is, even perhaps within the shadows of this building. But it's easier, and any of us that have traveled to another place, be it mission trips, be it family vacations, be it whatever, whatever venue, whatever brought us to another location, sometimes it's easier to see that before us and help, help us to understand. Our family's experience um, in meeting and hosting uh, orphan children from Ukraine, through those experiences and through talking to those children, each of them would refer to home. They would refer to their homes in Ukraine when they were here and, and describe to us different aspects uh, of what that home was. Some, it was only the institution of the orphanage in which they lived. Yet that was their home. And that's what they would refer to and hearken back to when they would talk about home. Others may have lived with families at one point in their lives. And so they would refer to homes in both senses, both at homes in the, the families or the place in which they lived prior to being institutionalized. This is the case with our children. They do refer to their home in Ukraine. It's not uncommon for us to, to speak of uh, the things in which they experienced and the place in which they still uh, have roots. Let's speak of the times uh, in, in, in a home, in a uh, household, and they'll speak of times in an orphanage, yet they refer to those as their home. Many of their friends in these homes, perhaps even still just the institution of the orphanage, are not ones that have been a positive influence in their life, yet it's what they know, and therefore it is what they refer to as home. For our children, even once we arrived in America with them, our home, that in which we identified as our home was not yet their home. It was simply a place to provide protection and shelter and a family with which to live. In time, our home will, con will continue to develop and become their home. We can see this in our college students. We see this as they, they go away for 
four or five years and, and they, they, they spend time away from home. They live in another building with other people. They go about different daily uh, rituals and habits and classes, yet they still talk about when the weekend comes or the vacation time comes or the holiday comes that they will go home. But they don't, while they're home, they don't refer to going back to the college to go home. Think about after college. Think about through our lives, even through retirement, even through the elderly years. We still refer to the place in which our roots as home. It's not uncommon to speak to someone in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, and they talk about their home, which is not the place where they're living currently. The other thing that comes to mind in thinking about home is where we long for. When you travel, do you long to return back home? When you're away from your family, from your uh, normal environment, for the place in which you identify, do you long for returning back home? We had a wonderful trip to Ukraine. Sandra and I spent on our longest trip, we spent nearly a month there. And with some of you, we've shared some of our experiences, but, but in short, we absolutely loved our time being there in that country. Not sure what that says about us. We were there in last fall in the middle of wartime, but nevertheless, maybe we're a bit crazy, but we loved being there. It was an enjoyable time there. However, we longed to be back home. We did not long to be back at our address in Mount Juliet. We longed to be with our family, with our children that we were not with, with our, our, our extended family, with our family with you. We longed to be back in the environment in which we live daily. God longs for us to be home. We read of a parable in Luke 15, the parable of the lost son, of the prodigal son. God is personalized in that story as the father, the father who longs for his son to return home, the father who looks down the road in anticipation to see his son coming down the road from afar off and to receive him back home. The son, on the other hand, is afar off and is living his life as he pleased, as he chose. And then whatever situations occurred to him on some certain day, he longed to be back home. And he returned home. In returning back home, he rediscovers his identity. It's his home where he is his father's son. It's his home where he belongs. Let's read 2 Corinthians. We've turned there earlier. Chapter 5, I'll start in verse 1. For we know 
that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven. If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. For we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Christians, do you groan earnestly? Do you long for the eternal home that we read about when Paul writes to the Corinthians? What is the home that you long to be in? Is it heaven? Do you want earnestly to be clothed with the heavenly habitation? Consider this. What is the number one thing that you're looking forward to when you get to heaven? Is it standing Rejoicing amongst one another and with the angels? Is it sitting at the foot of the throne of God? Is it seeing Jesus, the one who which gave his life as a sacrifice for us, the one whom we, we study, we speak about, we long for to see? Is that whom you look forward to? Is it that you look forward to being reunited with the ones who've gone on before us? When we were in Ukraine, we longed to return back home to those that we loved. It was those we knew that and knew and loved that gave us the desire to return back home. We didn't long to be back with people that we did not know. It was those that we knew that we longed to be back with and amongst. Do you know God? Do you know Jesus? How can you long to be with someone that you do not know? How can you long to be at a home that you do not know? Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. To the person who does not know Jesus, they may not recognize that they do not know Jesus. Paul says in 2 Corinthians, he, he uses the phrase, it's no wonder because Satan himself transforms his, himself into the angel of light. 
One may not know Jesus, may not recognize that they don't know Jesus, but they know Satan. Jesus has not found a place in their life. They have not opened themselves to him. Therefore, heaven is not the home that they long for. Satan has fooled them into believing that they long for heaven, when in reality, their life shows that they long to be in hell. Like the child who is an orphan, that life is all they've ever known. Therefore, they don't even recognize that their situation is hopeless and that some may even refuse an opportunity to live with a new family, to be adopted, because there's a fear of the unknown or a fear of a home that they do not know. It's the same as when God offers to us a home. God offers us a home in heaven. Yet some choose to stay in the life they're in for reasons that vary. They may be denial or fear. They may not even recognize that they are in denial or that they fear because Satan has transformed himself in their life to light. But there will come a day, just as the day when the rich man looked across the gulf and saw Lazarus with Abraham and he himself was in torment, there will come a day when we'll look back on that and if we have not chosen heaven as our home, there will be regret. John 14, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If you had known me, you would, be, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Our eternal home is one of two places. We know that. That's why we're here. The Christian will have a home with God in heaven for eternity. Or not. And that home will be in hell with Satan for eternity. Each of us will make our choice. And each of us will therefore long to be at a home that we have chosen. Tonight, which home have you chosen? Which home does your life show that you long for? Do you long to be with God in heaven? Or do you long to be in hell with Satan? As we think on that, as we sing this song in a moment, if that thought moves you to wanting to make your decision to let your longing to be in heaven be known and to return to God or to know God and to know his son through baptism, that opportunity is yours. Home is a place that conjures up all kinds of welcoming thoughts. Sometimes we associate it with holidays. Sometimes we associate it with simply the end of the day. To be back in the company with those that we love, where we belong, where we find our identity. Where is your identity? If we can help in any way, 